everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of My Mom Sandy. We are your hosts. I am Josh Fasten, and the woman next to me put the mum in mummy. <laughs> this is My Mom Sandy. Happy, happy 13th. Happy 13th episode. Happy 13th episode. How lucky, eh? Can you believe 13 episodes? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Maybe it should be in Ripley's Believe It or Not book. <laughs> I think there's been other... Believe it or not, we made it to 13 episodes. That have done more more episodes. And I just think when we get to like, you know, 513, I mean, will we still be calling them their numbers? I mean, I guess that, we'll have to, right? At that point, I'll just... Okay, here's okay, another here episode. Okay, here we go. Anybody got a suggestion for a topic? Because we're all out. So we are two weeks, roughly two weeks uh, away from Halloween. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> spooky. So I thought that it would be fun to get a couple, um, to do a couple kind of spooky-ish episodes. Well, and how appropriate, because it's our 13th, 13th. episode. I mean, could we have, I mean, you really got to think about it. We No, we didn't think this out, but it was How we started, perfect. when we started. Yes, Perfect. These seats are still very uncomfortable. Um, so today, so wait, so first off, do you have any housekeeping that you want to talk about? Mm. Oh, I, I want to say one thing really quickly. Go ahead. It's been a week since the last episode. Yes. We <clears throat> excuse me. tried the, the edible underwear experiment. Oh, yeah. Uh, we both logged into Instagram uh, numerous times, and uh, I was on Facebook a little bit, and I had no... Sponsor posts. I had no junk email. I had no spam stuff about edible underwear. Yeah, I had nothing either. So, and I don't really get the whole um, whatever that is, Instagram thing anyway. But I did. I did. I have looked at it. I did see some friends are in Cape Town. Yahoo! Yeah, you were. Uh, you are now officially on. We downloaded Instagram app on your phone. Yes. So it's always listening to you. Yes, and I kept last night. I especially I kept being like edible underwear, edible underwear, edible, edible, edible underwear. And you know what? Nothing. Were you singing that? I kind of was. Okay. It got a little boring after a while. I tried the candy pants thing, but I thought maybe. Instagram doesn't know what candy pants are. You should have made some fake phone calls. Oh, no, that might have worked. Hi, this is Sandy calling from candypants.com. <laughs> Wondering, are your pants made out of candy? Are they licorice? Black? Red? All right, so there I mean, so there it is, Jenny. Uh, our listener, Jenny, wanted us to do an experiment to see if uh, our phones were listening. I'm going to say they are. But they just did not. I want don't think to, they care. Yeah, they didn't care about the edible underwear part of. Uh, but of yeah, this. Josh made a point because we kind of talked about this before the podcast. Um, but Josh made a point saying that it's possible that cat food's different because cat food's kind of a common thing, and there's a lot of cat food companies out there. Who knows how many edible underwear companies there are? But that might. I have bet you there's a lot. But that might have something to do with them bombarding you with cat food ads because. They can. But anyway, I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe it just takes a couple days. They only did it for 24 hours. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just know that we've we've definitely had we had the conversation on air and then we've had a couple of conversations away from um, our mics, our podcast. Mics. And like I said, I just keep it's my mantra. <laughs> you just sing it now. You just sing I loud sing and proud. It, I, I, I chant it, whatever. So anyway, um, do you have anything before we get into um, ghosts? I, I do. I want to talk about our. Ooh. Yes, I I went to Trader Joe's this week and I found the regular Spud Crunchies, but I had to ask them at the counter. 
at the checkout about the ketchup spud crunchies. Because you like the ketchup ones. I more. like the ketchup ones. I think they're they're a little bit they're unique. They're different. Tomato- I, they're not like a like a regular chip, so to speak. Have you tried um, dipping the plain in, in ketchup? ketchup? No. You know what would be nice is if, and I feel like one of them said it to me, either Peter or Caitlin. Caitlin is Canadian. And a? in Canada, I believe that they have ketchup flavored um, potato potato chips, eh? Hey, that sounds good, eh? So, Caitlin, if you're listening and you can get us a bag of... Where in, where in Canada is she from? Um, Cal, Cal Edmonton? Calwinna Cal Edmonton? Cal- Calgary? Calgary and Edmonton? Or Edmonton? I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. We'll have to... Um, Calmonton. I'm going to have to do some some research and I'm going to come back about where she's from yeah. and about the ketchup. Well, I, already, chips. I, I always liked Canadians. Josh will tell you that. As, You'll really like her. As I was... as. He was growing up. I was obsessed. I actually wanted to be a Canadian just because I thought they were so cool. There's still time. But I will say this. When I was in college, I dated a guy from Winnipeg and he was a bit weird, eh? Did he play hockey? No. He wasn't. uh, That's that's probably why. That's why it was kind of strange. Probably. But yeah, he was just, he was just very strange and just had a kind of a weird sense of humor. And I don't know. It kind of gave me a bad feeling for the, the, uh, the Canadians. But having said that, getting into hockey was like, you know, wow. Wow. And then you were like, oh, I'm back on the Canadian train. I'm on the Canadian train. And on top of that, I've actually been to Montreal when I was a child and Vancouver uh, as an adult. And um, lovely country. For it is. Sure. It's very lovely. So you found out that oh, I the found ketchup out flavored spud crunchies are, let me put it in quotes, Seasonal, Seasonal, which means ketchup flavored ketchup flavor is a summer thing. Well, the guy, the guy that was checking me out goes, he goes, let me ask this other guy to find out for me. And he and the guy went and he came back and he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, they're seasonal. And I said, so what season is ketchup season? Summer. And the checkout guy, the checkout guy laughed and he goes, yeah, he goes, I was just wondering the same thing. And the guy goes, it's probably like barbecue season, summer. So. Anyway, I guess we'll have to wait. Either that or maybe maybe we could buy them or like $10 of a pack on eBay. eBay. Maybe somebody, somebody stockpiled them. <laughs> maybe they come back out in the spring. Maybe it's spring, summer. Maybe. Because we'll spring see. is kind of like a barbecuing time too. Yeah. You know. So anyway, the only, only thing I have for housekeeping is um, I I don't want to ruin it for Jenny, but I did – um. I was con- kind of concerned because last week, you know, we pulled our troops out of Syria and then they had a bunch of – uh, battles going on, shooting, and you didn't even know that, probably. No, I knew that. So anyway... I'm trying I was, to figure out how this ties in back to Jenny. Well, I was concerned, not Jenny, uh, Teresa. You said Jenny. Oh, not Jenny. I'm sorry, Jenny. Teresa, the 90-day fiancé gal. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was concerned about Avery and Omar because, you know, they were supposed to go to Syria to live. So I checked them out on the internet, and it turns out that they're living in Lebanon, they are still together. They they started a Akbar Couture Akbar Couture type of clothing. Yeah, like internet clothing. I think it's like Muslim clothing, Muslim attire. We should. Get- I'm not sure to okay. be honest, but anyway. But I was. But yeah, I just wanted to. I I was concerned about them being in Syria, but now I hear that there's also um, stuff going on in Lebanon. So I hope they're safe. You think they're listening? Hey, if you guys are listening, drop us an email. Yeah, drop us an my email. My mom's Sandy Podcast at Gmail. Let us know you guys are safe. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
I do want to touch on something really quickly, and then we can get into uh, spooky ghosts. Um, I found out recently, last week actually, when I was going ahead and uploading our uh, episode, um, that the pod service that we use, uh, which is called Podbean, does live podcast episodes. They There's a way that they allow you to do a live episode and um, people can, can jump in, they can listen live, and then they can also call in. Um, that or, would be fun we could, if lots of people called in, but what if nobody called in? <laughs> that would be embarrassing. We'd have to set something up in advance. So what oh, I'm, no, this isn't rigged. <laughs> so what I'm what I wanted to find out from everyone is if you guys could drop us a DM on Instagram or an email uh, or what a comment What's on a Instagram, DM? a direct message. Oh, okay. I and let us know if we, if we did a, a live episode, if that's something that you guys would be into, uh, and if uh, maybe a Monday evening, if we did like a Monday evening after work times. It could be cocktail hour. Could be cock. It could be happy hour Monday. That's right. Cocktail hour. Uh, we do a live happy, episode. Happy, happy happy hour Monday with my mom Sandy. Yeah, that Ooh, sounds that sounds that's fun. a shirt. There you go. If you guys are interested in that, um, yeah, and then let us know. So uh, that's all I got. Let's get into ghost ghosts. spooky. First off, have you seen Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, I think. How many times did you watch it as a kid? Because oh, I, I was in the room the whole time. It was great. Did Every you, time. Did you see the remake with the women? No. Eh, I saw that Not one. interested. Not Is so that good. with what's her name? Um, the Mike and Molly gal? Might be. I'm not sure who that is. Molly? Uh, is her name Molly? Yeah, Molly. No, yeah. her name's not really Molly oh. in real life. Her name is, uh, I can't think of it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't too special. There was something about, I think, the time in which Ghostbusters came out. And I think the, the and not even like a sexist thing. I'm not. You know, I just I think that the the four men that they had at that point in their careers, I mean, it was just really well, great. Well, I don't think I don't know of any remake that's ever been better than the original. Do you? There was an Evil Dead remake that was pretty good. Never heard of it. Yeah. But okay. So you've seen Ghostbusters? Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? Um. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, like ghosts, like in Ghostbusters. I don't think so. No, I mean just ghosts as like spirits, in general. Yeah. yeah, like um, yeah, I do. I do believe that. I do believe that. Okay, absolutely. Do you think that it? I wish sometimes that there were that I was. You know, I feel like. You know, here we go again talking about my friend Lisa. My friend Lisa and I ta- have talked about this, and she feels she has always felt that she was a what they call a sensitive that she was very sensitive to spirits i feel like like. i have to sneeze yeah it's gonna be really loud if i do well turn your head away we Um, don't have a cough button yet we're not rich enough yeah i think that that is a thing i mean i've had friends that have talked about that you know as being whether it's you know whether you call it sensitive or you call it in tune with the spiritual but side, see, or but, you call it, yeah. But my point was this: is that is that I feel like there's a difference between, I mean, because we've all seen those shows where you know the house is haunted by evil spirits or poltergeists, Amityville or, Horror, yeah, Amityville Horror, all of those. So we see that. So we see like evil ghosts. But like I think about people who have passed, and I think about like I would love to see my father. I would love to, you know, to go to bed one night and dream about my father. I think I've only done that once since he passed. I've had is, dreams. I've had dreams about him. I had, I think, two dreams about him. 
Well, they say that's kind of like a connection. I mean, that's what I've heard that when you dream about somebody like that, that it's that it's really kind of like their spirit appearing to you. The problem is, I think, as we get older, we become I think when they say that kids are much more attuned to and um, and able to receive or see spiritual type things because they don't have all the baggage that we have as we get older. We, you know, we form opinions and, oh, that's not possible type of thing. And we have all sorts of things that kind of clog our openness to that spiritual it's like a clogged pipe but my point is that i don't i don't see like if i were to see my if i were to see my father in a dream you know and the dream that i did have about him was weird because he was meeting my friend audrey which was very strange because they never met but and audrey's still alive and audrey's still alive so he's meeting my friend audrey and when it was all over and done with he you know he acknowledged the fact that he was deceased and that he had to go. And it was like really weird. It was just, you know. So I guess what I'm saying is that the evil spirit ghost that you see in Poltergeist and Amityville Horror and whatever other things are, even, you know, the guys in Ghostbusters, I don't look at those and then look at like seeing my father. I don't look at those as the same kind of ghosts. Or maybe, maybe I look at my father as a spirit and not a ghost and only the bad things are ghosts. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's probably like both sides though, right? You know, and, and I don't know if I even think that it is the, cause you know, there's always that saying though, right? Where they talk about, um, oh, it's a, it's someone who died before it was their time or they died very, uh, it was a very vicious crime or, you know, and then and then they came back because they, they had, haunted, yeah. you know, unfinished business or they they didn't know they were dead, you know. Um, but I just don't know if I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's I think that there is very much because I do. I do believe in those stories of like, oh, my family moved into this house and this house was oh, it was on sale. And, it, and every house in the neighborhood was selling for a million dollars. But this house was selling for four hundred thousand. Oh, hold on you know? a second. If it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. So, Hello. <laughs> you know, then the family moves in and then it's like, you know, shit starts happening. You know, I think movies have given us a way to see those things as, you know, movies like Amityville Horror and poltergeist have given us this you know what was poltergeist the house was built on a fucking indian burial ground you know and you know that you know in that movie that there's a scene where um and you know there's a curse there's a curse the poltergeist curse but do you know that during that movie well maybe people out there don't know but apparently a lot of the people who worked on the movie died bad shit happened during the filming of all of them i think well even after the filming they died early death a little girl died she was like 12 or something yeah yeah but you know that there was a there was a fucking think about this think about if this shit would happen now there's a scene in which i think the wife of um or the mom gets like pulled she's like outside and she gets pulled into some like fucking river or something in and, that movie, in yeah, Poltergeist? or like, or like there's some body of water. Maybe there's like a flooding because it's like raining or something. Yeah, I don't remember that, but go but ahead. there's um they used real fucking skeletons, real skeletons of real people to like that, and they like had them come out of the ground. Who told you that? It's on the. It's like it's like common knowledge. Well, why would they do that? Why don't they just use? I mean, what's the what's I don't know. That was years ago. Maybe they. They Maybe it was more authentic, uh, you know, to use the real things. I, it's like, to me, that you're just like asking for, you know, you're using real skeletons. Why well, you don't need to use real skeletons? 
You don't have to look it up. It's all right. I believe you. I was trying to find it for you. Yeah. I don't. Uh, claim. Real skeletons were used for a sequence in the horror movie Poltergeist. True. Spooky. Uh, well, if they say it's true, then it must be true. <laughs> this, the, the actress said, I would have to go into this huge tank of what I thought were mud. Wait, was what it? I thought were mud with these skeletons, which, by the way, I thought were plastic, but later found out were real skeletons. Yeah, well, I don't know what the... Um, that's weird. Yeah, I fa- I, I, She says, I found out as did the whole crew that they were using real skeletons because it's far too expensive to make fake skeletons out of rubber. Out of rubber? What about plastic? I mean, you buy them in the store for Halloween and hang them on your door. Yeah, there was a well. I mean, but this was this was the eighties, though. Yeah, wait, that's that's what I was. They said in the in the eighties, they said replica skeletons did not exist. There you go. They're now common and relatively cheap. Wow, look at technology. But so yeah, I mean, there was a big curse around Poltergeist. But what I was going to so what I was saying was, is that I think that Hollywood and movies have made it out to be this thing that it's very it's these vicious evil spirits that torment people and i think that there's probably a good side too where people you know spirits or ghosts i know but what i'm saying is that i just don't the bad evil ones i call ghosts and the good the good guys i call spirits i just can't i can't call my father a ghost i saw a ghost of my father i would never say that i would what about say, in the christmas carol when scrooge is visited by three ghosts is he Bob Marley? Are they ghosts? No, it's not Bob Marley. It's not Bob Marley. That was a... <laughs> Bob Marley is a <laughs> reggae singer. I think he's a reggae singer. <laughs> what was the guy that came to see him? Bob Farley. <laughs> no, no. I, I, think that, I think that guy was on SNL. I don't know. Uh, Chris Farley was on SNL. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, going back Jacob, my... Jacob Marley. That's who came to see Ebenezer Scrooge. And he wasn't like... It was a ghost. And he wasn't like a bad ghost. He was just like, you're going to be visited by these three, these three spirits or these three ghosts. Christmas did they Carol. call them ghosts or did they call them spirits? Call them spos. Spos. Or Garrett's. Oh, Garrett's. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess for me, it's always been that there's, you know, there's both sides of it. I think that the scarier part is the bad the bad ghosts, ghost spirits. Ghosts, yes. Um, yeah, I've, you know, I've thought about that, like if, like moving somewhere and, you know, I've thought, you know, what if you moved into a house and you... And you had, you know, stuff like that. Happening. Shit happening. Yeah. I mean, that would be really weird. Well, and how long do you stay in the house? You know, I mean, you hear these stories and stuff that people move. I mean, how long do you, I mean, you look, you just buy a house for say $800,000 and fucking books are flying off the shelves. How long do you stay in that house until you're like, nope. Yeah. Probably like maybe a night or maybe not. But I, I re- wouldn't stay. I, if stuff like that was flying around. Yeah, no. Did I ever tell you what I told Peter? Because Peter and Caitlin, um, Peter and his girlfriend Caitlin, they had just bought a house. Yeah. And Peter's son uh, is in the house because um, he has the, his son half the time. And then the, his ex-wife has, I think, the son half the time. But the son has a, a bedroom. I, I have the burps again. This is horrible. You're drinking beer. What do you expect? So his son has a bedroom that's like kind of open to the sidewalk, kind of how like our downstairs room is yeah. kind of open to the sidewalk. Yeah. And so right when they moved, I asked, I said, did you tell your son that the house is haunted? And he goes, no, why would I do that? And I said, well, I said he needs to know when I show up at his window in a sheet at three, three o'clock in the morning going. Ooh. Why would you do that? 
How old is the kid? I mean, old enough that that would scar him for life. Yeah, good. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, to leave it to you to think of something like that. I know, it's horrible. Um, yeah, no. I Actually, we had experience with ghosts in Pakistan. All right, so yeah, so you had mentioned that in the Growing Up Sandy episode. Tell us about the Pakistani spirits. Well, I didn't know when I was there because I was only like, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was only like... Stop um, drinking that beer. No, I need to like cough and I need the cough button. You need to turn your head far away from the mic and then give it a give it a solid <coughs> There you go. See that's great. Anybody hear that? No, I didn't even pick I mean it was like a it's a small it's like, it sounds like a scuffle on the floor. It's right? a small scuffle. So anyway, I didn't know that this was occurring when we lived there because I was only like four years old. But apparently, um the stories that my father told were that we everybody who lived where we lived, we lived like on this it was kind of like a mountain of stairs and concrete. It's like, you know, you'd walk up these stairs and there'd be a house on the right. And then you'd go up a little further and there'd be a house on the left and so on and so on until all the way to the very top of the, of this big type hill. It's like a compound. And our home was actually the second one from the top. So there was a bunch of homes. You took these stairs and there was yeah, a bunch of I homes. Yeah, I mean, there was probably, I'm going to say, you know... Somewhere between, you know, maybe 12 and 20 families that live there. Okay. And the story was um, that many, many years ago, there had been a massacre there. This was in Pakistan. And that there had been a massacre massacre at that site. And that women and children were massacred. Did you know this when you were there? No. I was only like four years old. So no one was like... And it wouldn't have meant anything to me anyway. So no one was like, oh, Sandy, your bedroom was the place where they had the massacre? No, but that's I, good. But so here's the deal is that that was the story. You know, all of us families live there and every one of the homes there had we used to have a we would go somebody would go families would take turns. Um, we had a priest that would come on Saturday night and stay Saturday night with one of the families and then he'd do a. A Catholic mass on Sundays. Why would he stay with one of the? Why okay? Would, why because would he come? Because he, he was coming from Karachi. We were we were not like in the city. We were out a ways. So, so. he was coming what like an hour away or something? Yeah, I, I guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know how far and, away. But but he but he would come the night before so we could do mass on Sunday, and he would stay at one of the family's homes, and we, you know we all took turns hosting him. Well, we had a room in our house. I don't know how many bedrooms we actually had, but we had one room in our house that, <clears throat> excuse me again, that um, every time my parents put one of us kids in there, and keep in mind, I'm four years old. I'm not wetting the bed normally. No. But when they would put me in there, I would wake up in the middle of the night wetting the bed and with a night, you know, with what seemed what appeared to be a nightmare. And the same would happen with my older brother or my two younger brothers. So... Nobody slept there until we had the priest come. And when the priest came, it was our vacant bedroom, and the priest would always like poo-poo it. You know, that's just you know, that's there's nothing wrong with the room because he didn't believe in that stuff. I he said he didn't believe it, but he slept with the light on every oh, every little, time that he spent the night. Little yeah. wussy, little wussy priest. Exactly. So what he said and what he did were probably two different things. So who really knows what he experienced? There? Real big I, talker until it's time yeah, to get in there exactly, by yourself. Exactly. But every single house on that hill had a room like that, and you know, and then on top of that, we used to hear. 
We used to hear crying baby sounds coming from homes that had no children. Mm. And, you know, again, it, you know, you could you could pinpoint where the sound was coming from. Do you remember this stuff? I, I think I remember hearing the baby crying. And it was a and it was a couple that were that had that had no children. So it was like very weird. They had no baby there. I, I think I do remember that. Either I, I remember it or it's possible that it was told to me so many times. that. And your dad thought that a, a it was haunted. My dad thought that it was the spirits of the children, the women and children that were massacred that had that came back and haunted. Not that they were. Well, I don't know. I don't know why we woke up wetting the bed. And, you know, that's that's weird. You know, and at four and five years old, I mean, you, you know. I don't have a memory of that. And how long did you guys live in that house? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure how long. I I would say probably um, a year, maybe two. I, I'm not sure how long we were there. But um, Do you feel like that this, from what you remember or what was told to you, that this occurred the whole time that you guys were there? Yeah. Yeah, my father said it did. Yeah. I, you know, again, I don't... Um, I mean, there's other things that I really remember about Pakistan, but they weren't ghost related. Hmm. Just cheetahs and poisonous snakes, and maybe they were ghost cheetahs. No, no, no it was a ghost. real cheetah. I didn't know what a cheetah was. I remember real quick. I remember we they used to go hunt the cheetah. The cheetah would there was always a cheetah in the area that would um that would it, it would roam our neighborhood, and it like we had a we had a German Shepherd dog. And it had fights with a cheetah, and the cheetah would kill other people's smaller dogs and stuff. And so the men would, the men that lived in this compound would get together and they'd go out for the cheetah hunt to kill the cheetah. And um, I know that sounds so how cruel. Time, now. How times have changed, huh? I know, it sounds so cruel now. But um, I remember going to somebody's house one night and hearing this screeching noise off in the distance. And I remember somebody saying, that's the cheetah. I didn't know what a cheetah was, but I knew I had heard the cheetah on our roof. And my bed was between two windows. And I remember at night I'd lay in my bed thinking that this big bad monster cheetah whatever the heck that you, was you had no idea you didn't know I it was, like a, know giant it was kitty a cat, cat. no right. i didn't know it was a cat i it, it was like a monster you know and so i would lay in my bed and i my eyes would go to the left and the right and the left and the right thinking that the cheetah was going to be looking in the window oh what a horrible thing it was you ever see that? did you ever see that movie the village no it was a M. Night uh, Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Shyamalan. And uh, <laughs> it's, this, it's this small village of these and these people. And and uh, I'm getting sp- spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen the movie. But it... Um, turn it off now. Yeah, turn it <laughs> but Mute the next fucking 10 seconds. But yeah. they live in this village. And the whole, the whole village uh, make it seem like when you're watching it, this is like the 1500s or something, right? Yeah. Or the 1800s or whatever. And they, there's this kind of tale that if you go outside the walls of the village, there's like monsters and things that'll get you. Yeah. And, you know, there's no TVs and there's no phones and there's no, and at the very end of the movie, it's like the camera like pans out and it's like this small village, like right off of a freeway. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like present time, but they didn't want, you know, they're trying to like kind of uh, preserve. It's the, like Amish, you know, it's yeah, like, like the. That's weird. Um, okay, so so the Pakistan irony. spirits of of babies and women. Yeah, and then you know I I don't really have like personal. I mean that's it as far as real personal ghost stories. But I mean that's you know pretty creepy actually. I um myself. I mean I've had people tell me things like my friend whose husband passed away. I remember she told me that 
one night, shortly after he passed, there was a, like a breeze that went through the house. And she could hear it and she could feel it. And she thought, you know, that's my Ed. Uh, I thought that was weird. I mean, I, you know, I, I believe that, I believe that they visit us. And I believe too that, again, you know, I feel like I'm like too clogged up to, <laughs> to receive any, any I think they special have, visits from spirits. I think they have laxatives. What for about, that. what, really? What about, um, the, uh, Long Island medium? I, don't I know like you her. think I, I know you like think her. she's a farce. I used to Lisa and I used to watch that show all the time. We always wanted to do a reading with her. Um but you say you've seen stuff where that's not true that I mean I've seen done. I've seen, you know, I mean I've I've seen and read things about, you know, the TV psychics and um you know and I, and I and having somewhat of a magic background because I'm I'm going to use this in quotes. quotes a magician. Um you know, I have friends of mine that use similar techniques to give don't, readings and don't let him fool you he really is a magician but i he's remember a, he's a member of the elite at the magic castle with a sign sign something in blood that's right well no they had to try out you can't just like join you oh i want to join can't do it oh no 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 you can't have to it. go and try out you have to show your stuff anyway i showed him my stuff that's right good for you i said they said are you you want to be a member show I, us your stuff show us, and i said okay here's get my stuff <laughs> i remember when i was a kid and you can tell me if i'm making this up or not uh i remember uh, i had a fear of the like snow on the tv was that 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 like late at night, like the TV would turn into. Uh, it was probably after you saw Poltergeist, because no, that's, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Poltergeist is I, the snow no, I on feel the TV. Like, I feel like I wasn't. I was. I was younger then. I don't know. I just. I remember like waking up in like tears, like looking at the TV. Um, maybe you saw weird stuff. Maybe I don't remember you being in tears. I I do remember. I mean, because that back in the day, that's what they did. Yeah, like by midnight. There was, yeah, there the was no, programming. No, didn't go. no, it was usually like two a.m. Okay, or one a.m. They do the the, the national, national anthem. anthem. That's and, you know that's how we actually that's how we end our Halloween show. That's oh, is coming it? up. Yeah, we play cool. the national. It's like a. I hope you're respectful. Yeah, no, it's just okay. but it's it, it was kind of, it's a it's a tie in of I mean because they do that I think in Poltergeist, I think that's like a scene from Poltergeist, and then that's also like oh, it's kind of like a creepy thing, it's like kind of like a weird, you know. The national anthem? No, like that. It that when TV broadcasting was done. Oh yeah. Well, like, nowadays nobody goes off air. And they're no, it on, goes twenty four seven. Yeah, we go to infomercials. Yeah, that's which what we I do. love. Yeah, I know. See, that was that was you probably loved when they went to infomercials instead of yeah. Because I used to black watch screen. It would help me go to sleep. And watch the Home Shopping Network. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then you'd get up the next day and do the the infomercial. I'm like, Mom, have you seen Verbatim. these knives? Verbatim. Oh, they nice. They nice. They slice. They and had we called. They would have given us a set, and we promised to tell a friend. They would have given us a second set of knives for free, for free. Oh, just for the shipping and handling. Um, so I, I remember that. I remember also us going to Hawaii. We went to Hawaii a lot when mm-hmm. when me and Samantha were kids. But I remember there was, and we wouldn't stay in hotels. We would like rent, like condos. Condos, or, yes. And I do remember there was one condo, and again, maybe I'm making this up, but this oh, is no, I my remember. memory. There was a condo that you guys had nightmares. Yeah, horrible dreams. In one of the rooms. Yeah. I mean, to where I was like, I'll sleep in the living room. Like, I, I just would not go to sleep yeah, in that room. I, I, yeah, I didn't get that. But yeah, I do remember that. I remember that condo. We only stayed there once. So, yeah. Of course. But so I remember. Um, did, was Sam, did Sam have 
nightmares then too. So I don't know if Sam did, and I feel like Sam was 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 way. I mean, how much? How old would I have been? Seven. Um, we actually went the last. It's probably the it was probably the last time we went to Hawaii, and it was it was when she was finished with her chemo. So let's figure. She was two, three. She was probably five. So maybe you were nine. Nine. Yeah. So I mean. But I, I, I mean, I distinctly remember the bed and the room. I mean, it was just, just horrible. Yeah, nightmares. there were like two double beds in yeah. there. I remember, I remember you having that, that issue, and I probably just poo-pooed it. Oh, so you poo-pooed. It's like, hey, come on. And I remember we're on vacation. And I remember, and I re- fucking fall into line, right? Bud. And I remember that thing of like wanting so badly to sleep on the couch in the living room, and you were just kind of like, fine, whatever, fuck it, sleep, you know, whatever you want to, whatever. But yeah. I did not. I mean. It was really bad nightmares. But then I also remember um, staying somewhere in Hawaii. I don't feel like it was the same place because I remember I want to say I was like sleeping in a bed. And I remember like, and I, again, I mean, maybe making this up, but I felt like there was like a hand that like came up from behind the bed. Oh, yes. We hired somebody. <laughs> no, I we no, hired I, the, the crazy clown. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the memory. And, you know, maybe it was a dream. But I remember... I don't don't know how that could possibly... I mean, that didn't happen. Nobody's hand came up. Unless it was a ghost hand. A ghost hand. I, in my head, I remember... But I don't know where that would have been. I remember being in Hawaii, and I remember a... It was a a pink... It looked like a pink uh, kitchen, like a scrubbing glove, like a dish glove. And it came up from behind the bed. And I remember, like, telling you about it, and you just not buying it at all. Well, I probably said it's a dream. It felt real. All right. Well, a lot of times dreams do feel real. Oh, I mean, felt- they may be, they may not. It's like I used to tell my friend Lisa that, you know, my mother is 89 and she's, she's, um, she has a little dementia and she, uh, she talks to people in the room that, that aren't there. And I tell, would tell my friend Lisa that and Lisa would say, Oh, and on top of that, she used to hallucinate. She used to have people outside. She would see people. On the bank, yeah, right. in the backyard. There was like a whole, you know, a whole village out there. You know, they slept in hammocks and there were kids and they had birthday parties and the whole thing. And, and I would tell Lisa and Lisa would say, well, how do you know they're not there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, isn't it was that- like, you know, it's very possible that I'm just not, you know, that I'm so clogged that I wouldn't see that. I do remember I do. This is very weird. I remember one time I went out there in their backyard. My mother said, you know, do you see the people out there? And I'm like, no, mom, I don't see them. I said, but, you know, there's I think there was a pear tree and I went out to pick some pears and I took a plastic bag with me to put them in a grocery bag and I put it down on the ground and I swear to God it disappeared I swear to God it was gone it didn't blow away anywhere it just fucking disappeared and I thought oh my god what the fuck is going on and so when I went back in the house I I said to my mom I said I, I lost my bag she goes yeah they took it that's and that's like, fucking creepy, oh huh? Oh my god! I know that was weird. I forgot about that, but that was wow. very weird. Never found the bag. You know, I thought, well, maybe it blew up when I wasn't looking and blew up, you know, up by the fence. But nope, never there. You know, there was. Uh, you know, I think that there's that that thing too. I have a story that a friend told me once, but there's that thing that maybe elderly folks have become, and we'll use your terminology, like unclogged. Yeah. Right. 
and because they're well, they do become very childlike, right? And because they're a little bit closer to to death, yeah, you know that maybe they're more aware of these things. You know, I mean, look, I've always thought. I mean, you've come home and been like, "Oh yeah, your your grandma is seeing the people," and you know, and I'm like, "Fuck, what yeah, if there's?" I mean, talking to my dad. Yeah, yeah, and you know, talking you got to all sorts of people that have passed, and yes, and that's the thing is, you know, are are they? They could very well be there, right? And it's like you, you know, got to imagine. That's like, why Lisa would say to me, "How do, how you, do you know, know? they're not there?" Right. And you got to imagine like how how you know scary it is to look at it from her eyes. Where I mean, look, could you imagine? You know, looking out the living room there and seeing just a bunch Everybody, of people in all hammocks. All my friends that have died. You know? or, um, yeah. Or, no, just people you don't even know. Like yeah. people in hammocks, people with oh, your but hair my bag. Mother, yeah, but my mother loved that. I mean, that was so cool for her. I mean, and she, and t- to be honest with you, that that hallucination she's had for, I'm going to say, probably 15 years. It's like that's the, the part of the haunted mansion where you're up above and you're in the the thing and then there's the dinner party. You know, yeah, and they're yeah. all dancing and yeah. blowing candles out. You know, um, my friend, my good friend Gunner, uh, shout out to Gunner. He's going to actually start a podcast about about some stuff. Um, uh, and I've I've been kind of getting on him about that because he's uh, he's got a lot of good stories to tell. But um, he I remember him telling me a story years ago. He he was from the East Coast uh, kind of area, Connecticut and uh, Ohio. And he's got two little girls, actually not not very little now. Um, but he had told me a story years ago about one of the first houses, I guess they lived in or something. And he would come up to tuck his daughter into bed. And there was something with the, like the closet door or something. And he would say, uh, I don't know. There was something about like the closet door being open. Like he had to like, like the closet door was supposed to be open. Right. And, and, uh, and she would, she would like close it or something. And he would come in to tuck her in and. And he would say, well, why is the closet door, why'd you close the closet door? She goes, well, because the people seem, the people are watching me. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, again, what my friend Lisa says, how do you know yeah. that there's nothing there? I mean, just because I don't see it or you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. I mean, it is, you know, it's a bit baffling, really, to think about. Well, and I think that it goes back. I mean, because I look at my mother and I think, well, she just has dementia. She's bananas. Yeah, but, you know, but the reality of it is, and again, like you said, the closer you are to death, you know, maybe you're more attuned to. Or just maybe there is this, you know, and I think that that's the thing. That's what I was going to say is I think that that's the thing that no one knows because when you die, you die, right? So there's no one to say like, oh, well, here's what kind of happens. But, you know, is it possible that when you're close to death, you are now in this kind of in-between Area. Yes, my brother Mike calls it Bardo. Bardo is um, in the Buddhist religion. Bardo is kind of a state between life and death. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, I guess you're like in a holding pattern. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's very possible. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. But I, but in a way, I think it would be comforting too to, if you're, I mean, I, I read an article not long ago that this guy did, um, he did interviews with several hospice people that were close to death. And what he found is the things that they talked about were seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, and talking to people that were deceased prior to deceased. Um, they talked about going on trips oftentimes. 
Um, like trips that they'd already been on or trips no, that just, a new trip. like they were like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to go here. Yeah. And my mother's done that. Even Susan says my mother, like she'll, when Susan comes back on the job, Susan, my mother will wake up and she'll say, are we going to dance today? And it's like, no, we're not going to dance. One time she woke up and said, so are we, you know, when are we leaving for Las Vegas? <laughs> Susan, by the way, is your mom's, it's is one of the healthcare workers. Healthcare yeah. worker, yeah, for my mother. I just didn't want people to think that there was like a lesbian lover or something. That No. Not sorry. that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not who Susan is. Well, and that's not who my mother is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. She's 89. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that's. But anyway, yeah, that's, you know, it's interesting. It kind of gives you a different perspective on. Maybe dying. I mean, maybe dying's not so scary when you get to see all those people that have passed before you. And I think that that's like that. That is the the ultimate thing that makes it. I don't want to. You know, scary is the wrong word, but nobody knows what happens. So there's that that unknowing thing about it, yeah. where it's like, well, what you know? Do I get? Am I? You know, if, if we all knew for certain that we were reunited with these loved ones, then I think you know that it wouldn't be that big of a deal yeah well there are people i mean and i've and i'm very interested in that people who have had near-death experiences where they say they've seen their you know their spirit float out of their body and they can actually see the room or whether it's an emergency room or whatever right i mean you saw the movie ghost right Yeah. yeah so um and then they talk about the light and they talk about how it's a beautiful place and their loved ones are there and um and it makes it sound like, hey, not such a bad deal, you know? Right. But there's always that little part of me that goes, what if that's not the way no, it is? What if it's just fucking black? I you know. know. Did you ever hear uh, there was a, the 19, um, 1960s, 1970s psych funkadelic rock band, The Shoulders, that had a song called NDE, Near Near Death Experiences. Did you ever hear that song? Uh, no, I don't think so. It was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't know why you'd call your band The Shoulders. Oh, didn't, I, didn't I tell you the other day? It was because those lead singer's parents, his mom and his dad, <laughs> were shoulderless. Neither of them had shoulder blades. <laughs> Did he? Was he born without any? As no, well? he had shoulders. Oh, which okay. that's the. That's, but that was a tribute to his parents. Well, no, that was just kind of that was like the oxymoron. It was like, well, I oh, called okay. the man the shoulders. Okay, you know, so they had a hit single, NDEs, near death experiences, and they had the <laughs> single uh, kneecaps. 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 Go figure. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um. Yeah, I think that I mean I think it's I think it's very fascinating and I think it's one of those things that unfortunately until they figure out a way to hook you up to some sort of something. Well, I'd love to hear other people's experiences with ghosts and or hauntings and I mean I you know I really haven't I mean besides all the movies that we've seen, I don't know that many people that have had really bad experiences with yeah, I mean, I I haven't had. I mean, I remember staying in a hotel one time on on tour when I was playing music, and we were up in Northern California. We stayed in this really fucking creepy hotel. I mean, it was like from like the old west. It was like from like the early nineteen hundreds. And was that their theme, or they they just no that was like how down? no that's like how fucking old the building was. And yeah. I remember you know checking in, and they give you like the old fucking key. Oh, it's a real key. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, and no joke. Uh, it was, I asked the, the guy, I was like, you know, the, 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 anybody die here? Well, no, lately? I was like, oh, is, the, is this hotel haunted? You know, and he was like an older, older man, you know, and he uh. looked at me and he goes, uh, if you want it to be haunted. And I was like, oh my God, you know? Uh. So then I remember going into my room 
and I had uh, I had a normal I had a normal room. I had two twin beds, old school TV, like yeah. the old school box TV. You mean like the kind I just got rid of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, bathroom, shower, and then I remember. I mean, I wasn't in my room for more than maybe 15, 20 minutes, and so we each got our own room. And I remember my friend Zach actually came over, knocked on my door. And I was like, what's up? And he goes, there's no way I'm staying in my room tonight. And I was like, why? why? I was like, what's up? And he goes, there was two things. First off, there was no shower. There was a clawfoot tub yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. So he was like, I don't even know how I'm supposed to do this, you know, yeah. which I'm not a big, I would Bath much rather person. have a have a shower than a clawfoot tub. Yeah. And then the other thing he said was over the bed, there was a painting of two baby angels and he was like, it was just too fucking weird. Uh, so I would had, think the angels would be there to protect you. I don't know. So what was funny, though, was I looked it up um, on – we had, like, no cell service in the rooms. But I remember we went down. There was, like, a bar at the bottom that was, like, attached to the hotel. Very old, old-style bar. Very, like, saloon-like. And um, when I got down there, I looked up if the, if the hotel was haunted. And there was a, a story about how uh, – excuse me, about how a woman had, there was something that happened where her husband thought she was cheating on him or something. And she had gone back up to her room and the husband had like hidden the closet of the room and he came out and like slit her throat. Um, And like it gave the room number, none of the rooms that we were staying in, but it gave the room number. I mean, it was a whole, this whole fucking thing. And I was just like, oh my God, it's terrifying. Well, I'm sure there are places like that, especially, I mean, I've seen TV shows about. Yeah. Haunted, haunted hotels and haunted places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I certainly think that there are spirits, and I'm I guess good and bad, you know, ones that you know maybe have a axe to grind, so to speak. There you go. Maybe a <laughs> knife to sharpen. A knife to sharpen. Well, no, maybe like you said before that they were taken before their time, or they had unfinished business, something like that. Um, you know, you do see stuff on TV, and again, I don't know how real it is, where people, you know, feel like. They buy a house, they move in, and then they have spirits that are trying to get them to move out. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they have like an exorcist kind of yeah. person come in and That'd you be know, a priest. clean out. No, they don't usually have priests, but they have spiritologist, spiritualist, yeah, who comes in and like cleanses the the environment. Did you ever see fourteen oh eight? The movie fourteen oh eight? No. Uh-uh. John Cusack. It was a Stephen King short uh, short story. Very good about a haunted hotel. We should go stay. That would be a fun field trip. We should go stay in a haunted hotel. Bring no, the, I don't bring the, do the podcasting gear. What do you mean you don't want to do it? I just don't want to do that. It's for the podcast. I don't care. Oh well that's not fun. I mean if I what if I get scared and I I'm right next to you. You're gonna save me from a fucking spirit? If you call my name I'll bring, I don't know I'll, that I'll you can my, do that. I'll bring my proton pack and my trap. I Well, there you go. You better bring everything, Mr. Ghostbuster. So, um, okay. So I think if people that are listening. If you have a good ghost story. If you have a good ghost story, because we've got one more episode before Halloween. And we're going to kind of talk about all things Halloween. But if you guys have a good ghost story, shoot us. Uh, get a hold of us anyway. Instagram at my mom Sandy podcast. Gmail uh, at my or no. That's backwards. At my mom Sandy podcast on Instagram, my mom Sandy podcast on, at gmail.com. and let us know about your ghost story, and we will uh, we'll talk about it on on next week's on episode. Our next episode. There you go. I don't know if I have anything else to say about ghosts. 
Um, no, but it's certainly given me a lot to think about. I do have a question for you, actually, before we before we finish. Yes. If you knew that you could have an experience, right? Like, yeah. if you knew for certain that, like, you could go somewhere or do something and you could have, like, some sort of ghost experience, whether it's something moving by itself or a door closing or a TV turning on and off, would you, would you want to have that experience? I'll tell you, I would love to do something like... Um, like the Long Island medium, like to have that experience where she contacts. But that's different though. Okay. I, that I would like a ghost spooky experience. No, I don't want to fool with. Like if you knew. If I don't want to fool with evil spirits. I don't want to fool with. I mean, I, I feel like that's just better left untouched by me. Whoever wants to deal with it can. I don't because I do feel that there's evil out there. And, you know, I mean, like they said, oh, what did I hear on the news the other night? Apparently, oh, there's a bunch of Wiccans that are getting together and they're doing these we hate Trump, Trump die chants. Oh, God. And yeah, and so, um, yeah, that's a good way to treat the president of our country. But at any rate, um, the thing that they were saying is that experts in the in this field of whatever it is, what do they call it? Spiritualists? Well, not spiritual. Ectoplasm? (laughs) No, paranormal. Paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Experts say that sometimes if you do things like that, you can open yourself up to very evil spirits. Yeah, I have Ouija boards. I've never used them. Oh, yeah. Didn't we have some? Didn't you have some weird stuff with Ouija boards? No. I, I mean, I like the art that's with them. You never used it? Never used one. Never sat down and, and did the whole thing. No. I just always... We've done it before. I don't... It is kind of scary. No, no, not we. I've never no, done it. No, I've we. done right. it. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't know with whom, but they, it is kind of scary. Did the planchette yeah. move? Yeah. And like I said, I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to be in... I mean, like you. You're not... You're going to do a Ouija board. Why won't you do a Ouija board? I have Spooky. that... Yeah. I mean, I have that fear that That you... a spirit is going to show itself and... No, not even... I mean, yeah, that's fucking terrifying, but... That uh, you're going to open yourself up to something that maybe you don't want. Exactly. You See? know, better to be safe than sorry. That's a, my motto. I have a fucking client of mine who he's a trip. He's like very old school. He was like a pilot, older guy. Doesn't have a lot of great stuff to say. Kind of an asshole. So hope he's not listening. But uh, <laughs> don't tell him about the podcast. Yeah, he um, don't call him by name. I had a shirt one time, and it was it, it was like this funny shirt on when I was cutting his hair, and it said. It said, I see dead people, yeah. but it had skeletons with their cell phones, oh. right? So it was kind of like this take on like, you know, yeah. you get it, yeah. you get it. Yeah. And he told me, um, he goes, oh, he goes, what does your shirt say? And I told him, he goes, oh, you, you want to know how to, you want to know how to see dead people? And I was like, ah. And he goes, oh, you go, he goes, you go home and, and you, you, what do you say? You turn the lights off, you sit in front of your mirror, you light a candle and then he said, "You draw. I think you take like a dry erase marker or something, and you draw like a red dot on the mirror, like yeah. off to the side or yeah. something. Yeah. And you just look at the red dot. And he said, you 'You'll start to see spirits and shit behind you.' No. And I was like, oh, I no. would never I do said, that. You know? And he goes, All right. He goes, Try it this weekend. I said, No, I'm okay. Actually, I have a chicken shit. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. I don't want to delve into that. I don't want to." That's not that's not my cup of tea. So you would say time. so if if someone was like here you can do X Y Z and see this you would say no. 
No, unless it was like contacting people in my life that are deceased that, you know, that I'd like to contact. That I would do. Yeah. But no, not the spooky. Yeah, like I'm like you. I feel like, you know, why why dabble in the unknown when you don't know what the outcome's going to be? I mean, or what the know. unknown is. Yeah, or what the unknown yeah. is. There you go. Okay. So yeah. if you guys have ghost stories, hit us up on Instagram at my mom's Sandy Podcast. Drop us a line on uh, email, my mom's Sandy Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and keep giving us our, we have 30. 30 five-star five reviews. reviews. Yay, that is great. guys. Thank you. Um, but do more. Yeah. Do more, do yeah. more. And do our more. last. Uh, oh, and, and our- I want to say one thing. I got to give a shout out to my pharmacy. I'm going to see if they, if anybody says anything to me. I went to the pharmacy. It's a Ralph's pharmacy. I'm not going to tell you where, but they know who they are. I told them about my podcast and they're all like, yeah, yeah, we'll listen to it. So I'm going to see if they listen to it. If they do... You guys say something to me. If not, if nobody says anything to me, I know that you're all full of shit. <laughs> full of deep brown shit. Yeah, I love these guys at the pharmacy. Well, guys and gals. They um, they enjoy their job too much. I always t- tease them and say, this isn't called, this isn't work. When you're laughing and joking. Why don't you get it? You should get a job there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good idea. You know, our last- When our I'm la- done with everything else I have to do, right. I'll do that. Our last- um, and shout out to our last good uh, review, which was from um, our friend Michelle. Yeah, I love you, Michelle. Yeah, I haven't seen Michelle in a long time, but I hope that uh, I hope her and Mike are good, and I hope that they're they're listening, getting uh, getting a little kick out of this. There you go. So Michelle has a really nice. Um, she does um, like these like little uh, uh, change purses type things. Yeah, like little. Uh, we should ever do a my mom Sandy change purse. We'll give it away. Do a giveaway. Well, I'd like to see her. I didn't know she did that. You, that would, what, you would like one. Is that what she does for? Her? No, and she has a job. She has but, a job. Yeah, right? that's like she's always been very arts yeah, and crafts. She did my website. She did your website. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we, we haven't talked about my website. We, no, my we business. haven't talked about your business. We yeah. might have to. We might have to have Michelle have a meeting with us to discuss getting my mom Sandy uh, website off the ground. There you go. Now that would be something fun. Yeah. Have James photograph it. Yeah, we have to get some filters and some lights to make me look. 49 49 (laughs) um all right guys hey thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate the support more than you guys will ever know uh and again if you guys have ghost stories um go ahead and drop them let us know i know maybe if you have a ghost story maybe if we end up doing the um the live broadcast we can actually have people come on and tell their ghost stories well by that point um, we're gonna be i mean halloween will be over yeah i'm thinking still ghost stories are still fun yeah what I was thinking, I was thinking episode 20, we're at 13. I was thinking episode 20 could be a cool live episode. But yeah. again, I mean, I, I want to make sure that we're going to have people who are going to actually, it, I know, it's completely Mar- pointless to I, do a I live know. episode if no I, one's interacting with that's us. That's why I said we'll have to set it up in advance, kind of like like the 90 Day Fiance sets everything We'll up. set everything up. We'll set yeah. everything up. So, Love it. So if nobody really calls, we'll have some people that'll call it. Perfect. Didn't they do that on Frasier yeah, that one time yeah. too? We will have Sam call in 10 times. There you go. With different voices. With different voices. Uh, okay. I got nothing else, Mom. I have nothing else either. Have a great week. And um, all right. Very good. Very good.